All right, welcome guys. Today is November 20th, a uh, weekly update. Uh, there was not a weekly update uploaded last week. Uh, I was actually in Florida checking out a couple deals. Um, so I guess I could fill you guys in on what happened. Uh, but first, let's go ahead and per usual, we're gonna go ahead and do some market updates, figure out what's going on. Got a couple really, really cool numbers and it's very number oriented, very quantitative uh, oriented uh, weekly update for you guys. So I'll try and keep this as efficient as possible. Um, Cause I know a lot of you guys are listening to this on your commute to either work or to your home. So let's make this short and sweet. All right, so let's go ahead and start off with some market updates. So let's go ahead and first start with what's going on uh, with mortgage rates, right? You guys, you guys know that mortgage rates are one of the most favorite things to talk about. So mortgage rates pulled up today, reported as of 8.03 a.m. Central time for 11-20-2022. Conventional 30-year fixed rate mortgage now is above 3% at 3.063%. The 15-year for conventional mortgage fixed is 2.813%. Let's move over to now FHA. With FHA, 30-year fixed rate is now standing at 2.938%, while the 15-year for the same ladder is at 2.125%. So here's what I find really interesting. Uh, I believe Norada Real Estate Investments, which is a uh, actually a very good source and by the way today instead of doing a quote or something educational uh, i thought i'd share my top four sites where i get a lot of my information so a lot of you guys have asked that you know they're like daniel where do you get a lot of your facts statistics um so one thing i like to cross um check because I, I you know i believe that one site isn't going to have all the right numbers so i like to cross check and if the most consistent ones that's the one i like to go with but this is from Norada Real Estate Investments, and they, they pulled out a really good article that was released yesterday on November 19th, uh, pretty much talking about the 2020 year and pretty much what the forecast is going to look like for 2021. But I was looking at this chart, and I find it really interesting on pretty much how COVID has affected or accelerated uh, the housing market. So we've got some numbers on uh, looking at the first two weeks of March, because really that's kind of when this whole thing happened, right? I mean, March is when, you know, the, the NBA got shut down. I mean, I think it was, I think like mid-March or something like that. Um, the beginning of mid-March, I think it was March 11th, I think, because I was, let me see, let me check the calendar here. I think it was March 11th, yes, because I was leaving this kind of this young professionals group that I'm a part of every Wednesday night. So they shut down the NBA. That's when all this stuff happened. So we're actually going to compare the first two weeks of March, right? And I've got some, I got a median listing prices, uh, new listings, total listings, and also time on market. Those four things are pretty reliable um, statistics to rely on when it kind of when you're looking at the single family housing market. So I'm going to compare that with the week ending in November 7th. So that's the first week of this month that we're in right now. And I'm going to compare it to the first two weeks of March. So median listing prices uh, was up. So the first two weeks in March, the median listing price was up 4.5% year over year. So if you're looking at the first two weeks of March compared to the first two weeks of March in 2019, 2020, we saw a 4.5% increase year over year. Check this out. For November, we're looking at a 12.9% increase year over year. Now, for me, that's fascinating. Uh, why do I find that fascinating? Well, because typically during, you know, if you're looking at October to November, housing markets actually typically go down. So for me to see that year over year number jump so high to almost 13%, for me, it's astonishing. Okay, let's look at new listings. So new listings, first two weeks of March uh, this year in 2020, plus 5% year over year compared to the first two weeks of 2019. Again, this is new listings. If we're looking at the week ending in November 7th, minus 12% compared to last year. 
So again, it all kind of just points towards decrease in inventory. So we went from going plus 5% year over year uh, to negative 12% year over year. That's a 17% drop in new listings compared to 2019. Again, very, very fascinating stuff. And then let's look at total listings. So total listings for the first two weeks of March, we're talking about minus 16% year over year. So it was at negative 16% compared. So 16% drop compared to uh, the first two weeks of March in 2019. So really, you know, even pre-COVID, before all these lockdowns and stimulus stuff happened, uh, we, we were seeing a decrease in housing inventory regardless. You know, now what's crazier is that for the week ending in November 7th of 2020, total listings year over year compared to the first week of November 2019, minus 39%. So we're seeing a 39% drop in total listings out in the market compared to the same time last year. So it just seems again that COVID has really just, I mean, they multiplied and magnified the, the low inventory in the housing market that we have today. And it's so key, right? Because the housing market is, is such a cornerstone in the US economy. I mean, think about the amount of things, um, whether it be investment vehicles, securities, it's affected by the housing market. Not to mention that, you know, for most Americans, you know, the, the American family that has you know, two kids and a husband and a wife. I mean, a, a single family house is so much of the person's net worth. Um, it's so much of, of, of someone's asset balance sheet, you know? I mean, oftentimes our homes are our most expensive and most valuable asset. So, I mean, this is this is some key things, guys, that we really have to keep in, keep in mind and pay attention to. All right, um, here's what I find very interesting. And, and if there's one statistic that pretty much just sums up how the housing market has been in the year 2020 and what happened, it's this right here. It's time on market. So the time that a single family house will be spent on the market. So if we're looking at year over year for the first two weeks of March compared to March of 2019, a house sold in the first two weeks of March 2020 is going to be is going to be sold four days faster compared to a house that's sold in the first two weeks of March 2019. Four days faster. Now let's look at the week, the first week of this month, November. It is now 13 days faster compared to first week of November 2019. So again, you know, it just kind of shouts out to a lot of things. I saw an article today um, on Scotsman, uh, Scotsman Guide, which by the way, is one of the websites that is included in my core four of research sites, uh, pretty much saying that they, the Mortgage Bankers Association, the MBA, predicts uh, which is where I get a lot of my information as well, predicts that the uh, loan origination amount, so the amount of people applying for mortgages is going to increase. And they're saying that they're projecting it's going to be record highs, uh, which for me is very, very interesting, right? And and I would not be surprised whatsoever, although I think that is still a big question. We, we kind of have to see what's going to happen to the uh, consumer ability to purchase, we have to see that, it's, it's very key. Obviously that's very dependent on, is there another stimulus check? What's unemployment gonna look like? What are the small business gonna look like in America? Um, you know, wh what are all these things going to mean? So I'd be very curious uh, to see what the average American's financials are going to look like and then how it's gonna coincide with the buyer pool in the housing market. All right, uh, give you guys kind of just an update on what I got going on. So I, I was in Florida this past week you know, it's a quick trip. It was only a two-day trip. I brought a couple of members of my team. I brought my chief advisor, uh, Andy, and I also brought my chief research officer, Alex. And you know, we flew down to Orlando. We checked out a couple of deals. 
uh, in the Brevard County area. We checked out a 140-acre deal that we're looking to do some uh, develop some uh, ALF, which is assisted living facilities, along with some multifamily and potentially some other things as well, depending on uh, what our team decides to negotiate. And then we're looking. We looked at another deal that just wasn't it. Um, it, it wasn't anywhere near to what the broker uh, sent us. Um, the location was was awful, and you know we thought about building some storage units, and that was kind of like our main value play. And then we go there and we find out that there is a 280-unit apartment complex being built right next door. And well, guess what? They also offer storage for only $50 a month. So that that kind of that plan just kind of went out the window. But uh, we were sent another deal that's you know uh, near some pretty prominent companies and organizations moving in. So uh, we've we've got some deals we're looking at. Overall trip was great this week. For me, it was very interesting. It was very laid back, but at the same time, I had some. It was there's a lot of pockets of productivity. Uh, one of the things that I'm learning and trying to refine my skills in uh, is the ability of decision making. I think decision making is a very good skill, and that's something that I've been uh, learning. So, if you guys have any suggestions, if you have any book suggestions, email me at Daniel at the Clock Brothers. Uh, this podcast is actually more of an exclusive group. I don't know if I do that in my YouTube channel where I give out my email address, but um, I, I look at the numbers for this podcast, and I think we only get about like 100 to 150 listeners um you know per podcast or something like that so i'm actually much more comfortable so daniel at the clock brothers that's actually the email that i that's my primary email when i check uh if you guys have any good book suggestions or any videos that you recommend on youtube that, that you saw um shoot them over i love to read or or learn more about you know how some of the best decision makers are and if you think about kind of what my job title is which is you know founder and cio of Miani Partners Capital. What's the CIOs? All they do is make decisions. That's really all they do uh, on where they want to invest. So, if you guys want to help me out, uh, recommend some books to me. Uh, if you want to email them, that'd be great. I would greatly appreciate it. Uh, whether it's YouTube videos, books, articles that you found, uh, if you want to email them to me, or if you just want to email me and say hi, I would much rather. I, I much appreciate that too. So, all right, so kind of let's go to the four websites that I love to use for uh, research. And I know a lot of you guys are research junkies, which is why you listen to this weekly update. But uh, here are the four. So first one is Black Knight. And by the way, guys, these are not in any particular order. I get great information from all four of these. So it's Black Knight. So Black Knight is a, a real estate research uh, service. So I think they provide other services as well. I don't know what they do, but they're very good. Uh, another one is Integra Realty Resources. So they're a realty firm, but they put out a lot of really good information uh, on the um, uh, housing market, on commercial real estate. Um, so it's, it's I think it's IRR.com, but it stands for Integra Realty Resources. Another good one I already mentioned is Scotsman Guide. Um, they've got a lot of really good stuff, trends, uh, mortgages, housing markets, economic data. And last but not least, number four is EPI, which stands for Economic Policy Institute. Uh, they're really good with putting out stuff with just the general economy. You know, they put out stuff on real estate, on equities markets, commodities, you name it. All right, guys, hope you guys enjoyed this weekly update. It was short and sweet. Uh, I'll see you guys next week. We will also, I'm, I'm, I'm putting out a new wave of a potential guests for podcasts, so it's going to be really fun. Um, so stay tuned. I know we, I don't, we're not putting as much uh, podcast episodes with guests out uh, recently because I've been super busy, but we are uh, going to have a new wave of new guests coming in. So stay tuned, guys. It's going to be awesome. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate all your guys' support. It really does mean a lot to me. Um, so thank you guys so much, and I'll see you guys next week. 
Hey everyone, Daniel Clock here once again. I hope you enjoyed that episode of the first deal experience podcast. If you're wanting to do your first ever deal or scale your existing portfolio, I recently wrote a book to show you how I went from zero to 75 rental units in just one year. Just head over to zero to 75 units.com for your copy. Again, that's zero to 75 units.com.